What's going on, guys? We have another week of programming to go over today. This is going to be week three of December. That's the 12th through the 17th. So we are rapidly approaching the end of the year here. So next week we have the week of Christmas going up to the to Christmas Eve on that Saturday, I believe. And then we have that in-between week between Christmas and New Year's. And just so you guys know, that in-between week is not going to have any themes. I'll mention that probably again next week and, of course, the week that when we go over that in-between week. So that won't have any themes or progressions. That's just going, to, just going to be a filler of sorts just to bridge us into the new year where we'll start our new themes and uh, progressions on that first week of January. But just so you guys know, in case you're planning, if you guys want to do anything special with that week, that would be a good week to do it or have any special workouts. That would be a good week to do it just because you won't miss any themes, progressions, or any assessment work. So let's get into our themes here. I almost forgot about those. We got electricity, discipline being weightlifting, ventilation is the system, kettlebell is virtuosity, hero workouts are the fun workouts for the month, and we have front squat flexibility and kettlebell as your assessments. So let's see how that all shakes out. Of course, we have our front squats coming to our final week of this progression before we assess next week. We also have push press and overhead squats to fill out the rest of the strength. We'll also have a few kettlebell-centric workouts here, these two, Wednesday and Saturday. So you have kettlebells to look forward to, and we also have kettlebell and flexibility mixed in to the extra credit to make sure everyone's getting that work in before we assess next week. So let's go ahead and hop into Monday. So Monday we do have those front squats and also a very fun thruster and toes of our workout. But of course we will start with a warm up. We're going to do four, eight, twelve, eight, four of dead bugs squats, starting with air squats, then going to front squats, strict press, and then twenty second classic calf stretch on each side to finish off each round. Before we get into these front squats, so we got fifteen minutes to build to a heavy set of three for those front squats for blue, purple, and brown. And then we're accumulating sets of five at orange and sets of eight for yellow. And then we go to goblet squats for white. So pretty much following the same type of progression and same scaling we've been doing for the past few weeks. We're just carrying it into the third week and into that assessment coming up next week. So just keep in mind, we should keep that number that we want to hit next week in our heads as we are building these front squats so that it's within shooting distance and you can feel a little bit of struggle with the heavier weight to gauge where you're at strength-wise. So that's going to be your front squat, and then we'll get into our workout here. We got movement review, of course, reviewing toes to bar, and then thrusters building off of our front squat review. So thruster is just an extension of the front squat. If your front squat is not solid, your thruster will not be solid. So just building off of that front squat in order to create that familiarity between movements we are already doing. And then we'll get into our workout here. This is a breathe and burn and full body burn workout. I'll start as breathe and burn and slowly make its way over to full body burn. Levels considerations are lactic tolerance and neurological and core, just the core on this one. And the goal here is sub eight minutes. The workout is trampling and this is a workout from last year. So if you want to reference 1213, you absolutely can. And it's four time 21159 thrusters at 9565 and toes to bar. For purple, we go to 1512.9 thrusters and toes to bar, same weight. At blue, it's 21159 thrusters at 7555 and hanging leg raises. Then we go 21159 thrusters at 55 and 35 and hanging knee raises for orange. 
15, 12, 9 dumbbell thrusters at 20 and 15 and hanging knee raises for yellow. And for white, we have 15, 12, 9 dumbbell thrusters at 15 and 10 and sit-ups. And on these sit-ups, these can be assisted. We are shifting how we, uh, ass not assess, scale white levels. So they're going to be the lowest common denominator. This one is a direct reference to last year, but we can scale even further. And we'll have some notes on that too when you guys receive the programming to do band assisted squatting to a box, just the little things to make it a little bit more fluid and easy for the white level to get into that breathing burn system. So for this workout, of course, we want to keep these thrusters in big sets. So 11 and 10 on that first set, eight and seven, and then nine straight through, just like we would for Fran. Ideally, we go unbroken, but of course, that's not quite sustainable all the time. So break that up as you need to, as you would for Fran and get, get that deep burn feeling, but don't go too failure on that first set. Same thing with the toes to bar, breaking that up as needed to keep quality high and keep your pace high. You don't want to hit failure on the toes to bar particularly because that is going to be a long rest before you can come back and that will kick us out of this full body burn feeling pretty quick. We want to be able to slowly pick up the pace in that set of 15 and 9 so that we end up very uncomfortable uh, by the end of this workout. So keep that in mind as you're going through the set of 21, set of 15. We're building ourselves up to this full body burn pace in that set of nine. And then to finish off this day, we have some flexibility for extra credit. So we have three to five minute squat hold and then three sets of eight wall squats at three, 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 three tempo with a one minute towel stretch each side after each set of wall squats. So this will help us prepare for that flexibility assessment coming up next. And that is your Monday Let's get into Tuesday now. Tuesday, we have a heavy deadlift box jump and ring row workout and then some accessory after that. But first, of course, we will warm up. We got four rounds, 12 RDLs, starting with just the bar. And then you can add some weight after that just to load the posterior chain a little bit. And then 10 neck circles each way, eight high pulls, same as the RDL. So just working on a little bit of hip extension there on those high pulls and then 20 calf raises, keeping the heels off the ground throughout. And the reason we're doing the high pulls is to help us with the triple extension regarding or related to rather the box jump overs. So just a little nervous system primer to get us ready for that triple extension. So after that warm up, we will get into our movement review and prep. So we're viewing ring rows, just lat activation, making sure everyone's in the correct position as they're driving those elbows pulling themselves all the way up to the rings, making sure all the correct muscles are working. And then we'll get into a deadlift review, but mostly giving time to build up to this heavier weight in the workout. So accumulating at least 20 reps as they're building weight, as they're building to their workout weight. And then we'll get into this breathe and brace workout. The levels consideration for this one is just going to be deadlift. The goal here is 70 plus reps on the elevated ring rows and ring rows. The workout is called single fire and we have four total reps, two minutes, five deadlifts at 275, 205, 12 box jump overs at 24 and 20, and then an AMRAP of elevated ring rows, resting one minute and doing that for five total rounds. At purple, weight goes down to 20, 245, 175 box jump overs and elevated ring rows stay the same. Blue, deadlifts at 205 and 145. Elevated ring rows go to ring rows. At orange, we have five deadlifts at 135, 95, 12 box jump overs at 20 and 16, and then AMRAP ring rows to finish. 
At yellow, we have eight deadlifts at 75.55, 12 box stepovers at 20 and 16, and then AMRAP ring rows. At white, we have eight kettlebell deadlifts at 26 and 18, 12 plate stepovers. And then instead of an AMRAP for the ring rows, we have 10 ring rows. And they can rest with whatever time they have left in that two minutes. Or if they don't hit the 10 ring rows, that's to, within the two minutes, that's totally fine. We're just capping them at 10 just to limit volume for those earlier levels. So in this workout, because we do have that heavy deadlift, that's going to be the main focus, right? Making sure we're setting up super tight. Every deadlift is super crisp and consistent, not rushing through those, then getting right into our box jump overs, consistent, constant movement on those. After the heavy deadlifts, it should be pretty nice to do unloaded jumps. should be pretty easy. But just shake the legs out a little bit before you start because you can't have that uh, nervous system dump with heavy deadlifts like that. So just be careful on that first jump over. Shake the legs out a little bit and then start your reps and they should be fairly easy. And then on the ring rows, because this is more of a strict muscularly dominant movement, we should be focused on quality over quantity. So getting super tight and set up, full extension of the arms at the bottom. Really strong pull all the way to the chest and rib cage to get to the top. Squeeze and then controlled all the way back down. So we're not just slamming through these, throwing our hips all over the place to move our body. We should be focused on muscle activation and consistent movement. And after that, we have some accessory. We got four sets, 15 second spring ankle hold on each side, five Peterson steps up, step ups, and 12 skiers. So just some lower body accessory to keep our feet and knees and hips nice and healthy so make sure that we're focused again on quality with these movements not necessarily the quantity and adjust plate height on those peterson step ups as needed to do and then for extra credit here we got some durability we got four sets 12 banded wood chops on the right side 12 kettlebell side bends on the right side and then switching to the other side hitting some rotational and frontal plane of the that that core complex. Usually most of the stuff we do is in that sagittal, just forward and back, right? Sit-ups, GHD sit-ups, anchored sit-ups. Everything's moving straight forward, but with both of these movements, we're working in that transverse and frontal plane. So just keeping ourselves rounded and healthy with that extra credit. So that is Tuesday. Let's go ahead and take a look at Wednesday now. So Wednesday, we have that push press following through on that weightlifting electricity discipline a little bit. Push press is in between, but definitely with that triple extension is going to lean a little bit on the weightlifting side. And then we have a kettlebell centric workout here to finish off the day. But first, we will start with some warming up. We got seven minutes, 10 Russian kettlebell swings starting light, adding a little bit of weight as we go. Five wall slides, 10 leg swings each side each way, and then five bird dogs each side with a two-second pause at the top of each rep just to maintain control and actually work on that stability in that position. And then we'll get into our push press here. Of course, we will start with a push press review, starting with presses, jerk dips, and then getting into the push press. So very important that we emphasize the transfer of power from those legs through the triple extension into the lockout. So take as much time as you need to go through that. Again, it's all about timing on this and transferring of power, right? If we get it just right, then you should be popping it off the shoulders, hitting that full lockout. 
no problem. If you get it wrong, it's just like a half squat into a strict press. I'm sure you guys know that already. But just sizing that to your members in class, if they feel like it's just a strict press with a little bit of momentum, they're probably a little bit off on their timing. So after that review, we got 12 minutes to build to a heavy three push press for purple and brown. And then we're accumulating five push press at orange and blue. And then we're on to dumbbell push press for yellow and white. And then we'll get into our movement review and prep. We're going to review and practice kettlebell cleans. So single arm kettlebell swings to start, 10 kettlebell cleans with lightweight and then workout weight. And then we'll get right into a push press review with that kettlebell building off of everything we just did up here and just taking that into a unilateral kettlebell form should be fairly easy. The timing is going to be exactly the same. It's just that unilateral stability that is required to carry that into the kettlebell. And then we'll get into our breathe and burn workout levels. Considerations are kettlebell and upper body push. The workout is recyclables and we have four rounds for quality. 12 kettlebell cleans at 53 and 35 in the non-dominant hand, 10 kettlebell push press, again, non-dominant hand, and then a 100-meter front rack carry in that non-dominant hand, and then doing the exact same, same thing with your dominant hand on the other side. At purple, it's now at 10 kettlebell cleans and 8 kettlebell push press on the non-dominant side with that front rack carry, then we switch to the dominant side. For blue, we're back to 12 kettlebell cleans at 35 and 26, and then 10 kettlebell push press with a 100-meter front rack carry on both sides. Then we go to 10 kettlebell cleans at 26 and 18, 8 kettlebell push press, and then 100-meter front rack carry stays the same for orange. At yellow, it's 10 kettlebell cleans at 18 and 12, 8 kettlebell push press and 100-meter front rack carries, again, both sides, uh, doing the same thing on both sides for yellow. And then for white, we have eight Russian kettlebell swings at 18 and 12, six dumbbell press on the non-dominant side, 50-meter front rack carry on the non-dominant side, and then switching sides and doing it on the dominant side. But they will do two sets of kettlebell swings for every round. So just keep that in mind and also adjust that dumbbell weight as needed to keep quality high. So with this workout, the title here says it all four rounds for quality. For quality is our biggest concern here, making sure that those kettlebell cleans and push press stay super crisp. That front rack carry is very stable and consistent, and we want to go straight through on this. So 12 super crisp cleans, quick pause at the top of that front rack, 10 super crisp hard lockout kettlebell push press, finish that last push press, come right back down to the front rack and do your carry, rest briefly, switch sides do it all again on the other side. So not in a rush here, but once you start your reps, we're not stopping. We're going straight through kettlebell clean, kettlebell push press into that front rack carry and expect that burn to come in a little bit in the shoulder, a little bit in the tricep, both for the cleans and the push press, a little bit less triceps for the clean, obviously, but that push press will get the triceps and your grip. Your grip will come into play very quickly as well as your core and lower back, but those are main, mainly stabilizers. They shouldn't get too sore. You may feel fatigued the next day from those, but in the workout, that burn is going to definitely be shoulders, forearms, a little bit of bicep, a little bit of tricep. So that is going to be your workout for Wednesday. And then to finish off the day, we got some flexibility. Four sets, one minute overhead squat hold with barbell or PVC. One minute external hip stretch on the box each side, and then two minute 
butterfly stretch. So four sets of that or whatever you have time for, again, to get you ready for that flexibility assessment coming up next week. And then Thursday here on Thursday, we have our big Cindy and double under workout. This is a workout we have done before, I think twice before. One of my favorites, anytime we have a chance to slide it in to a week, I will definitely do that. And this is the week because we did it last year around the same time. But first, we will start with a warm-up. we got four minutes, ten scat push-ups, eight front step lunges each side, grabbing a kettlebell after the first set just to load those front squats, get the legs even more warm. And then we got three minutes, 35 single unders, steady and easy to start, and then speeding up your tempo with every round, and eight push-ups starting on the box and going to the ground as necessary. So that's for the, the later levels that will be doing push-ups in the workout. Should start on the box and go to the ground. Earlier levels, stay on that box. And then we'll get into our movement review and prep. We got pull-up review and practice. Of course, this is a big component of Cindy. So you want to make sure this is nice and tight before we get into the workout. We got 30-second dead hangs, 15 scat pull-ups, 30-second active dead hang, and then 30-second arch hollow swings before we get into pull-up practice, and then we are reviewing double-unders, and we got our standard double-under drills here, ending with some double-under practice before we get into this breathe-and-burn workout. Levels considerations are upper body pull, upper body push, and neurological and core. Just neuro on this one, and the goal here is to finish before the time cap. The workout here is called Bad Date. Again, we did this last year around the same time, if you want to reference, and we have four-time Five rounds of Cindy, 100 double-unders, four rounds of Cindy, 80 double-unders, three rounds of Cindy, 60 double-unders, two rounds of Cindy, 40 double-unders, one round of Cindy, and 20 double-unders. Of course, Cindy is five pull-ups, 10 push-ups, and 15 air squats. For purple, everything stays the same, but we drop to three pull-ups on Cindy. For blue, rounds of Cindy stay the same, but we're at 50 double-unders, 40, 30, 20, and 10. And Cindy is five jumping chest of our pull-ups, eight push-ups, and 15 air squats. If you cannot do double-unders, it's two times single-unders, so it'll be 180, 60, 40, 20 single-unders for blue if double-unders are not an option. And then for orange, rounds of Cindy, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, with 50, 40, 30, 20, 10 single-unders in between. Cindy for orange is five jumping pull-ups, eight box push-ups, and 12 air squats. Yellow, same thing, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 rounds of Cindy, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10 single unders in between those rounds. And Cindy for yellow is four jumping pull-ups, six box push-ups, and 10 air squats. For white, we change the rounds of Cindy so that the volume is a little bit easier. Of course, trying to make this as palatable for the earlier levels as possible so they're able to hit the system and feel like they're getting a good workout, they're not stuck. So we got three rounds of Cindy, three rounds of Cindy, then two and two at one to finish. Single unders are the same as yellow, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10. And for white, Cindy is four jumping pull-ups, six box push-ups, and eight air squats. So on this workout, we have two kind of separate pieces. We got the big sets of double unders off the top, a couple rounds of Cindy, but the biggest thing is pacing accordingly because each piece doesn't seem like a lot, right? Five rounds of Cindy, you could do that in three minutes if you go fast enough, but that will not set you up nicely for the double unders. And same thing if you sprint through the double unders because it's only 100 to try to get back to your rounds of Cindy, we're in the same position. 
So treat this like Cindy, like you're going to do this for 20 minutes because you probably will. So we're nice and smooth, about a, around a minute for Cindy, a couple deep breaths, big sets on the double unders and just maintaining that until we get to the two rounds and then we can start to speed things up a little bit. But until this point right here, that's 60 double unders into two rounds of Cindy, you want to be sure that you are pacing accordingly, that we're not moving too fast, we're not spiking the heart rate too early, we're easing into this so that we can finish fast, finish strong, and finish inside the time cap. Very important to pace early on in this one. So that's your workout for Thursday. And then the extra credit here, we got some mobility. Four sets, one minute sanding straddle, one minute pigeon on each side, one minute seated quad stretch, and one minute lizard stretch on each side or whatever you have time for. So if you only have time for two sets, get that in. Whatever you can do, you should do to keep yourself feeling good, feeling healthy for the rest of the week. That is Thursday. Let's get into Friday here. So Friday, we have those overhead squats, leaning into that Olympic weightlifting electricity discipline. This is a little more on the skill side of Olympic weightlifting, but still um, on that Olympic weightlifting side. And then we have a beautiful lunge and GHG sit-up workout to finish off the day. But first, we will warm up, and this will be more of an overhead squat-centric warm-up. That'll get us ready for the workout, too. We got three rounds, 10 PVC pass-throughs, five wall squats at 3-3, tempo, closer to the wall with each round until you cannot complete the full squat. So make sure we're not forcing ourselves closer to the wall and not maintaining technique. Technique is all always the main priority, especially with movements like the wall squat. So just moving a little bit closer each time to challenge yourself, but not break your technique. After that, we got three rounds, 10 PVC behind the neck presses using a barbell for the final round for the later levels, earlier levels, stick to a PVC pipe, and then 20 shoulder taps to finish each round. And then we'll get into our overhead squats. Of course, we have a good amount of time to review and practice overhead squats, about 10 minutes to do, and then 15 minutes to build four, three, two, one reps for brown. For purple, we're accumulating sets of five. Blue, accumulating sets of five. Both of those levels building to something challenging for the day. Orange, accumulating sets of five overhead squats at a light weight, just focused on technique and position. Yellow and white are sticking to PVC pipes unless they are very proficient, very flexible, very stable. And then they can add a little bit of weight and challenge themselves. But of course, for these earlier levels, our biggest focus is going to be on movement pattern and consistency, right? We're not going to push any weight unless it's absolutely clear that they are competent, not they're doing okay, let's throw a barbell in their hand, right? Be very sure they're ready for a barbell before you throw a barbell in their hand for this type of movement. And then after our overhead squats, we have a workout to do. We'll start with a reverse lunge review and then sit-up variation review. So GHG sit-ups, anchored plate sit-ups, pretty straightforward. We started to do these anchored plate sit-ups as a variation or as a scale for the GHG sit-ups pretty recently. If you guys have any other suggestions for how to scale GHG sit-ups, please let us know. We're trying to mix it up all the time, particularly for these earlier levels who maybe doing sit-ups multiple times a week because that's just how it shakes out with the scaling. But we are always open to suggestions for scaling. If you guys do something pretty unique or specific, uh, please let us know. Not just for GHG sit-ups, for anything that we do. We always like to add in different variations of scaling 
to keep it, keep the variety pretty high for these earlier levels. But for this workout, this breathe and burn workout levels considerations are squat endurance and neurological and core, just core on this one. The workout is source material and we have four time, four rounds, 16 front rack reverse lunges at 95-65, 12 GHG sit-ups and a 200 meter run. For purple, we have four rounds, 16 front rack reverse lunges at 75-55 and 12 anchored plate sit-ups at 25 and 15 with a 200 meter run. Blue front rack reverse lunges go to 65-45. Anchored plate sit-ups and runs stay the same. Orange, we go to goblet reverse lunges at 35 and 26. Anchored plate sit-ups are at 10 reps and go to 15 and 10. For the weight, 200 meter run stays the same. Yellow, we got 16 goblet reverse lunges at 18 and 12. 10 anchored sit-ups, no weight, and 200 meter run stays the same. For white, we have three rounds, 12 box step-ups, eight anchored sit-ups, and 200 meter run adjusting the box height as needed for those step-ups. Of course, it is winter in many places around the world, so if you do need to sub singles, rowing, biking, you can for that run. And the equivalent in single-unders would be about, usually we do 50 to 100 for the run, rowing, about 250 meters, biking, 10 or 8 calories. This is going to be up to you, whatever you guys want to do. I know we're biking, rowing, jump roping throughout the week. So whatever, see fit to sub in. It is definitely up to you. But if you can run, run. Much better workout with the run for sure. But let's get into strategy a little bit for this workout. So of course, front rack lunges. After we get it up into that front rack, we don't want to put that barbell down. So be prepared for unbroken sets if you put that bar in the front rack. Nice, smooth, and consistent reps there. Don't rush through. Don't slam your knee on the ground on every rep. Consistent, constant movement on those lunges. Couple deep breaths right into same tempo, consistent, constant movement. GHD sit-ups, getting through those at a deliberate pace, and then running, carrying that deliberate pace into that as well. The goal here is every round to look exactly the same, even though it's going to feel a little bit worse with every round, right? That burn is going to set in nicely on those legs. You'll get a little bit of quad, mostly glute when we're doing reverse lunges. That's because when you're stepping back, right, we're loading back into the hip. And then when you pull yourself forward, it's more of a hip extension rather than a knee extension as far as the load goes. So it'll be a little bit more in the glutes. Of course, we'll get some core burning in those GHG sit-ups and that run We'll just double down on both of those and add a little bit more breathing. But don't take these too lightly. The weight's pretty light, but that breathing aspect will definitely come into play, especially with the barbell in the front rack. So make sure you take a couple deep breaths, get yourself prepared before you just hop in to those sets. And then for extra credit here, we got durability, four sets for quality, 15 banded lateral raises on each side, 10 banded external rotations. 20 banded pull-aparts, just keeping those shoulders nice and healthy and rounding out some of those muscles that we don't work that often, the lateral delt and rear delt. If we can isolate those, focus on those, that will translate into better overhead position, more stable overhead position, something that's sometimes overlooked when we're talking about those more functional movements, right? Those big strict presses, overhead squats, handstand push-ups, isolating those accessory muscles that kind of help stabilize and finish out those reps is very important in the development of those movements. So that is 
your Friday. So let's get into Saturday here. So Saturday we have our partner workout here, an AMRAP of you go, I go rounds, and then some accessory work sticking to that transverse plane for the core work that we talked about earlier this week. But of course, we will start with a warm-up. We got two-minute bike or row, increasing your pace every 30 seconds into three rounds of 10 rear step lunges each side using a kettlebell for the last round. Again, loading the hips a little bit, getting us ready for those Russian kettlebell swings. 10 scat ring scat pulls and 10 mountain climbers. This will also help to open up the glutes, hips a little bit from all of the lunges from the previous day. So that is on purpose. If you guys are wondering why we're doing rear step lunges after we just, but just to open up the hips for the workout a little bit. And then movement prep, we're going to focus on kettlebell swings, really focused on snapping the hips and maintaining a consistent hinge. So not hinging lower and lower on every single rep, which tends to happen as we get tired, especially with a heavier kettlebell. But we want to focus on hitting that same spot every single time, snapping the hips hard every single time to move that weight. And then we'll get into this breathe and burn workout levels. Considerations are kettlebell and API. The goal here is 12 plus total rounds. And our workout is called barter system. We have four total rounds and reps in partners, 12 minutes, 15 Russian kettlebell swings at 70 and 53, 12 calorie bike or row, and then nine bodybuilders to a plate. So bodybuilder and then hop on the plate. And you are going entire rounds before you switch off with your partner. So we're moving at a pretty good clip. Tag your partner in, they go, they'll tag you in, so on and so forth for the 12 minutes. After the 12 minutes is over, you'll rest three minutes and repeat. And your goal is for you and your partner to match or better your score the second time through. At purple, everything stays the same, but the weight is 53 and 35 for the kettlebell swing. At blue, we have 12 Russian kettlebell swings at 53, 35, 12 cow bike, nine bodybuilders to a plate. At orange, we have 12 Russian kettlebell swings at 35 and 26, nine cow bike or row, and then nine bodybuilders to a plate. At yellow, we have 10 Russian kettlebell swings at 26 and 18, six calorie bike or row, and six bodybuilders. And then at white, we have eight Russian kettlebell swings at 18 and 12, six cow bike, six bodybuilders to a box. So again, because we are in partners, we are able to move at a little bit quicker of a clip, particularly on that bike and row, so we can push the pace a little bit, get right into those bodybuilders, push it, continue pushing it, and then tag your partner in, and you get that long rest, probably around two minutes of rest in between your rounds. So that's a big rest. That means we can push the pace, and we can have a little competition between you and your partner, trying to get a little bit quicker of a time than your partner did on every single round. So just a little bit of competition, and that'll keep you guys moving towards that goal pretty steadily. And then particularly on that second time through, pushing each other just a little bit more so you beat your score or match it at the very least. So expect there to be a lot of breathing and burning in the round, but you should be able to catch your breath and match your effort every single time you get tagged in. So that's your goal. Obviously, you know, I say deliberate quick pace, but that doesn't mean we sprint the bike. If you sprint the bike, no matter what, you're going to have a sad time. So just short of a sprint on that bike so that you're able to maintain a consistent pace over the 12 minutes. And after that, we have some accessory. We got four quality, four rounds, 30 second of Russian twist, 10 payoff press on the left side, then 30 seconds of Russian twist and payoff press on the right side. We go down to 20 seconds for the Russian twist at yellow and white, and they can put their feet down if they need to for balance. 
So again, working on that transverse plane with the Russian twist and the payoff press, the payoff press more just a static stability hold as opposed to actual movement in the transverse plane. It's more anti-rotation movement. So make sure we keep the band light to start so that everyone is able to maintain that rigid torso, not twisting out of position and then up the band weight from there. And then on Saturday, we also have our kettlebell assessment work. So we have five minute EMOM at your goal kettlebell weight and pace. And you should have a good idea of where you're at based on the other weeks where we did three minutes and four minutes. So this is going to be the entire total time of the assessment, right? We have five minutes and five minutes, a total of 10 minutes, but with the two minute rest in between, if this is fairly easy, if you're getting through the five minutes, no problem, maybe a little burning, breathing's gonna be there, heart rate's gonna spike a little bit, but if you're getting through each of these five minutes, no problem, you should be ready for that assessment. We're just gonna get rid of this two minute rest and put it together, but you know that you're ready for the volume and you're ready for that assessment. This is one of the more uncomfortable assessments. This is my least favorite assessment ever, but it's not the worst one, I don't think. The row test is a little bit worse. API can be a little bit worse. This is only 10 minutes, and technique and consistency are going to be your friends here if you have consistent technique all the way through. Even if you get tired, you won't get that tired because you're being super efficient. Muscles are working as they should. We're not getting overly fatigued in places that we shouldn't. So that is going to round out the week here and get you set up next week for some assessments. Scroll back to the top here. So again, next week we have our assessments. If you guys would like to be a part of the survey group, insider survey group, please let me know. I can get you into that group. I think we'll probably be reshuffling that early next year. Also, if you haven't checked out the yearly overview that has been posted in the group, we also have some updates to the yearly overview, which will be coming out this week as well. We just shuffled a few things around. All Everything is the same in terms of what's in there. We just shifted some of the months around. So look forward to seeing that very soon. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please let me know. Otherwise, I will talk to you next week.